0: Hi, I'm Siobhan, your sales how-to gal. In our last episode, entitled How to Keep Your Sugar Daddy, we covered client retention tactics. In this episode, we take a step back and learn how to get a client in the first place. This episode, therefore, is about client acquisition, how to bag your first client. There's an urban woman's saying, or slang about bagging a dude and it has to do with getting him down the altar. Like this woman, you want to bag someone. You're aiming to take a prospect and win them over to becoming a paying client. In our Rainmakers e-learning Business Development course, which is available for purchase on our site, we teach a 20 minute lead identification exercise. That ends with you having identified 20 leads within your client profile. That exercise really does take 20 minutes, though. We're not going to do that here. We're going to assume that you've already completed that exercise. You've identified 20 leads, made contact, and now you're intending to bag one. Take them back to the firm and receive your high fives from firm leadership. Or if it's your own firm, you're going to take that check back to the bank. Okay, so how to bag your first client. Now, the longer you've known this prospect, the harder it can be to bag them. That's because they already have a certain impression of you. There's an established course of dealing between the two of you. Thus, your first step with a prospect from among your connections, whom you've known for a while, is to change the way they view you. Maybe they know you as an inexperienced up-and-comer. That's okay. But you gradually need to start making them aware of what you've accomplished to change that that impression. And you want to focus, of course, on accomplishments that are relevant to what you want to do for them. So deals you've worked on, knowledge you've accumulated. Also, demonstrate confidence so that they can see themselves hiring you rather than your boss now sometimes your connection will do the closing for you and offer you the work when you start planting these seeds i mean they know what you're doing they know they know where this is headed and they're trying to decide how they're going to respond to this to this pitch you're starting to make if they don't do the closing for you then this reconditioning process that I've been describing should happen over the course of two or more separate interactions. It should be casual. You don't want to ask them or to put them in a position to to decide about working with you until they've had an opportunity to verify these hints that you've been dropping. If you force them to decide on the spot, the answer is probably going to be no because they don't think of you as someone who can handle their business yet. So they'll start telling you that they have someone else on board already, or they have a partner who uh, wants to go with someone else. They'll start making excuses. So don't put them in that position. Just drop a couple of hints and then go about the rest of your planned interaction with them, whether it was lunch, talk about sports, whatever it is. Um, After you've dropped the hints though and given them an opportunity to verify what you've said, you can ask for a meeting to discuss their business and see whether you can add value. Naturally, when you go into that meeting, you already should have some ideas about how you can be helpful based upon the research of their company that you've done. But that's a different lesson, uh, a different podcast episode, the research that you do to this lesson. Okay. As you can see, there are steps involved when you already know the prospect. It's actually easier to bag a new logo that you don't have a prior relationship with. Actually, it's harder to get the meeting, but easier to get hired. Getting the meeting is yet a different podcast episode. I did one on that already. Um, What was the name of that one? It had to do with getting seen and introducing yourself. You can kind of go back through the older... um, episodes, I think it was a 2022 episode, and find that one and listen to it if you're interested. But in today's episode, the introduction has already been made and they're going to research you to decide whether it's worth taking a meeting with you. They're going to want to see who, with whom they're dealing, right? Now, you should already have out there in the public domain, domain what you want them to know, what you want them to find when they do this research articles you've written, talks you've given, cases you've second-chaired and commented about on social media. In other words, information that shows that you have something of value to offer and that you're ready for the moment. Do you have relationships that could be of use to the prospect? Do you have special know-how, say navigating the patent application process, or engaging with the SEC or the Department of Education after a complaint's been lodged, a Department of Labor, whomever. Um, Did you contribute language to a zoning ordinance and therefore know how um, the zoning board is likely to interpret it? That kind of thing. These are reasons that the prospect should want to hire you. They're your value proposition. Notice, I didn't mention where you were educated or at which prestigious law firm you've been toiling. Those characteristics are too commonplace to drive client spending. And it's juvenile to bring them up. You're not applying for a job. You're asking to advise a leader. You're asking to be responsible for a project. Something that's important To to the client. So, to win that engagement, to bag that client, you must demonstrate that you are a responsible leader on an issue of importance to them. So, if you think you're ready to start landing clients that are within your client profile, start planting the seeds that demonstrate this readiness. That's how you'll land your first client. I'm Siobhan, your sales how to gal. Until next time.